Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences, and some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the Hapless Heroes. Are those shorts or is, is his ass just that hairy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. everybody and welcome to a special episode of the hapless heroes i'm francesco and tonight i'll be your host and dm we have james back with us Woo! yeah uh, well, and returns. we're recording this on a holiday so i'm going to date ourselves a little bit this is uh, we're recording this on labor day i know that maybe last time you heard an episode we advertised it's gonna be like a whole big family party well it still kind of is but we're still missing dave and uh mike because they're with their respective families and you know, things just, stuff. the stars didn't align. However, we get to address what happened to Hoblet. And tonight, Whoa. the people helping us do that are, of course, James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. He returns. Zach playing Parada Lincoln Woods. What up, babies? And John playing, not Joel the Light, however, <laughs> playing uh, the two missing retainers of Joel yep. the Light. Franz the Smoother. Sorry. Franz the Soother. The yep. Smoother. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. That was like, I don't know why. I, keep, I always think Smoother for some reason, but he, wait, what the fuck? With, what sense does that right. make? Well, he does pay attention a lot to his personal hygiene, his you know, upkeep. So yeah, I guess you're right. So he's, he's like a well shaven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Franz the well shaven. All over. And manservant. Yep. Uh, because as you know, when Mike left off, only Hans. Your was nearby. Your squire was nearby. The other two were missing. This is what they were doing also. <laughs> so I've made like little like mini like NPC character sheets for John to like reference. Like these guys are exactly average, cannot fight in combat, but can do some non-combat things in case tagging along. Things get hairy. So this should be really interesting. Oh yeah. Can and, they bake? Um oh, Mansivan can probably bake. I'm gonna yeah. make a quick disclaimer. Like I probably would have already posted this on Twitter by the time that you hear me say these words. However, I want to briefly apologize and address a continuity error that we made when transitioning from Dave DMing to Mike DMing because of uh, Zach being out. And we completely forgot that we left off on a cliffhanger. We were confronting Fizzlepop Lily about the fact that just Joseph was killed, was killed with his Mandrake root or Woe Mandrake yeah. root. And like we just completely acted like that conversation never happened. We skipped over it pretty much. Yeah. Um, Whoops. We will address that. We'll just maybe potentially retcon a couple of things uh, when everyone's <laughs> all back together. I'm really sorry. We're getting older and our memories suck, and we sometimes record these pretty far apart, and that's our fault for not taking notes. Sorry, James. Like, we didn't have your amazing note taking abilities. <laughs> I would I mean, I, I remember. You see what Don't happens? worry, I'm back. You see what happens when you leave us? Shit would, would not have gone down like that if I were here. Right. 
Right. Sorry, man. <laughs> I remembered, but I just kind of rolled with it. Like, okay, now we're outside. Like, we had this intense conversation. You it. remembered and I, didn't I, call I, me I out on it. Failed. remembered, yeah. All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> sorry, audience, but uh, if you're still with us, obviously you didn't care that much. <laughs> it probably wasn't that interesting of a conversation anyway. Yeah, especially because we kind of already have assumed that he's completely innocent in all of this. Yeah. But yeah, I think we resolved it. But we did, resol- we did leave off with Quinn and Peridot. Protecting him. Keeping an eye on him. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Hoblet. Yes. You're waking up half naked in between about, you know, a few racks of, uh, of clothing. In at like one of the middle, like the circle racks. What looks like a, <laughs> a, you know, like an outdoor, like market department store kind of situation in Tamasha here. Mm-hmm. You're wearing pretty much just a, like you're like, like a cotton, like, you know, t-shirt. You know, with like the little like ties, you know, around your collar that are like, they're all like on done. You know, you're just, you're, everything is hazy. You're from waist down. It's pretty much just cod piece and some like tattered underwear. Um, you have Trixie with you. Like you, in fact, you have like a death grip. <laughs> right. On Trixie. Oh yeah. As you slowly begin to well, let's see how well you rise to your feet give me a constitution check my friend <laughs> go with the heavies a two so you rolled a two on your constitution check dose or two yes so you spend um oh, God. a few moments as you're trying to write yourself like you're trying to pick yourself up by using the like pommel or not that yeah like yeah, like the pommel of Trixie, right? Mm-hmm. And like pulling yourself up. But you definitely collapse a little bit, yell at your shoes for a little while. Do I maybe fall face first into a rack of cod pieces? Yes, and make a whole mess out of them. Now there's a whole bunch of um, last night's ale in those All cod pieces. <laughs> You're having a hard time remembering where you are or how you got here. Oh. Like it's slowly coming back to you, but... The aches and pains of consciousness are still slowly setting in. And eventually you get to your feet and you find yourself uh, remembering that this is some sort of market for cod pieces. And I'm wearing a cod piece. That's pretty much all you're wearing besides right. like some tattered white clothing. white shirt, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. You don't know where your stuff is. No, none of my... You're my, having trouble piecing yeah. together exactly, like, again, the events that led you here. But you are alone in a Kotzko. So we finally... <laughs> the audience is finally reintroduced to Hoplet's whereabouts. Right. <laughs> He's pretty much bare-assed, but not right. bare-crotch. And this is day three of missing Hoplet. Yeah. So, like, we're like, this is kind of happening at the same time as... You know, leaving off with Fizzle Pop Lily and the events that transpired while Mike was DMing. Yes, fair yeah. enough. Well, um, <laughs> oh, fuck! What happened? You, uh, as you, as you started to regain consciousness, the noise from you pu- puking and like you know stumbling yourself awake. Things over. You know, the proprietor of Kotzko, uh, I believe it was a gnome. You know, Codsmith McTrouserflogin. Ah, <laughs> uh, comes up and he. He looks over and he says, What are you doing in my store? Why is there so much puke everywhere? Leave he me sa- alone. He starts like he starts sniffing for a little bit. He's like, Ugh. 
Oh, get out. Please get out. Please, dear God, get out. Hey, that Kaya piece looks great on you, by the way, but get the fuck out. Listen, employee of the month, I'm out of here. Employee of the... Mm, get out. Out, out, out. Before I call security, out. Out! Hoblet deliberately and slowly grabs Trixie, mm -hmm. slings her over his shoulder. Yeah. And then saunters out. You kick over a, a few empty steins of ale yes. that were laying around yes. you as you're stumbling yourself out of there. Swinging your hips a little and bit. And at yeah. one point, at one point, he actually turns, like half turns, and fakes like he's going to piss on a rack of, of cod pieces, but then he just laughs, waves his hand at the guy, and walks off to the <laughs> I'm just, I'm just picturing Hoblet's ass saunter oh yeah because that's all of if i know we reference it's always sunny a lot but if anyone's seen danny devito climb out of that leather couch oh yeah that's what that's oh, what that's i'm picturing what it, oh, that's oh, the worst thing ever i mean it's like a 380 year old ass right like i'm a pretty old guy oh god you're like 200 chicken. something yeah you're like okay. 200 something <laughs> so yeah uh, you leave the Kotzko. You're sort of at the, um, like, southeastern. Oh, I'm going to fuck this up. I can't remember anything. Yeah, around there. Southern end was of the Was this the nicer codpiece place? Yes, yeah, so this is the nicer This was one, the though. southwest then, yeah. if I remember. The Look at this guy doing his homework. The, uh, yeah. The nicer So, yeah, district. you're in the southwestern corner of, of the bazaar, emerging from Kotzko. The, the, it's about, it's morning. You know, Three days later. <laughs> judging on you know where the sun is in the sky and how it's hitting you directly in the eyes. It's what time? You don't know. It's early o'clock. Well, I'm gonna head over to Shore Magical and get a, oh, a garbage. Oh, oh, you know about a garbage plant? Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing's better. I've heard that they're the best food stand in the bazaar. Yeah, uh, word's gotten around. It's word's definitely... gotten around. Yeah, they've right. got some posters up. They've yeah, got a absolutely. catchy slogan. It's shawarma magical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you tasted our stuff? So you're gonna it's walk towards magical. you're gonna walk towards the food court. That's like you know at the other end yes. of the bazaar, pretty yes. much, right? You've read the reviews on uh, Yelf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, as Hoblet's walking, he's he's like slowly remembering some. Like he's just kind of of, okay. So I must have gotten drunk. Why did I get drunk? And he's like sort of playing back the last. Do me a favor. Um, we're going to do this in a series of roles and okay. other things that are going to help okay. you put things together. Because we're making this up on the fly. I've done yeah. absolutely zero preparation for today. Yeah, I've got a loose, I've got a loose <laughs> framework of what I'm working with. Because we've all decided that I think we do our best work when we don't prepare at all. Yeah. Um, at least we like to convince ourselves that. So. <laughs> I mean, it seems to have been true so far. So it's going to be true until it's not. <laughs> Um, give me a history check. Immediate history. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going to call this like, you know, short-term memory check. A 15. Or if you want to make it insight, it would be a 19. No, it's going to be... It's definitely going to be history. Because Hoblet's <laughs> not that smart. Oh. So 15. We know you're wise. Okay, so... You, you're kind of like as you're slowly walking through the bazaar, you know, like the, it's the, the hustle and bustle of the streets is just starting to pick up now. 
because like you know it's like dawn has begun and right you know the people some some stalls some of the are, merchants have arrived begun right. setting up for the day right some people have already set up and are serving customers it, those are mostly um we're looking at you know uh like produce and like other like things that are local to the region like as far as food is concerned um or like tools for farming and stuff like that they just kind of serve the local populace but like some of the like silk vendors things like that like are still kind of getting their stuff together for the day because most people aren't looking to buy stuff for their house like when they're, they haven't even had breakfast yet and you're kind of trying you like they're kind of looking like looking up and down your arms and like you know your half naked body pretty much and like you're still walking through like a public square <laughs> Right, admiring yourself. Right, in you all have your a, splendor. Right, you have a couple bruises, and like you're starting to recall that there was something, like you were with someone last night, and you were, you were fighting, you were definitely fighting last night, and something went south, and you recall there was a friend of yours. You were here with a friend of yours, like someone that someone that you you met here in Tamashahir um, while you were out and about a few days prior. You're not even sure exactly, like you're still, you, you think it's been a couple of days since you've seen your friends that you've traveled here with. And you're kind of, your mind's kind of racing now because you're just like, oh crap, like, right, they, they, you know, A, everyone's probably wondering where the hell I am and B, like, I, like you, you know that you're still in trouble. That's what you remember so far. Deal. I'm, I'm there. mostly wondering what constitutes public lewdness. Yeah, you re you remember. You also remember at some point you had to ditch your armor to, I, get, yeah. to get away faster. But you have no idea where it is. You just ass to the wind in mm -hmm. a giant public market. Yep, I've yeah, got like I, a night shirt on. Yeah, he, and I told him he had like yeah, he has he has yeah. like tattered underwear as well. But like, like there's probably holes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's holes probably in the butt region anyway. So it's piece like is very pronounced, very oh, yeah. averagely pronounced. Right. <laughs> you know, this is the desert. It's pretty hot. I imagine it's not uncommon for people to you know be like dis wearing, disrobe to, right. for the most part. Right, but for, for a dwarf to do it around here, it's just like no one wants to see that or smell that. <laughs> Or everyone wants to see that. Right. You're just, you're sweaty and gross and disheveled and just like everyone's kind of right, like. So I need some food. I yeah. hear murmurs. I need to get something in my gut. Right. Um, you hear a few people like gasp as you like walk past them. Um, they're not sure if it's because of your smell or because of your look or a little bit of both. Are those shorts or is, or is his ass just that hairy? <laughs> I, <laughs> oh. I noticed, I noticed a couple of young, younger elvish women take, uh -huh. take a take a look at me and I, I sort of throw them a wink and they like you see their faces like contort into some sort of disgust as they both tur like turn the cold shoulder and like scurry further away from you as fast I continue sauntering unfazed yeah <laughs> like that's a habit he's like hot shit right now yep <laughs> the, uh... but really you're just hot garbage <laughs> Yeah. At least right now in your current state. <laughs> Something along the lines of staying alive is going on in his right. head right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, ladies. Oh, my God. Yeah, just with every step. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before I, ha I have copyright. <laughs> that was... Uh, I know. See, like mine goes do 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 do, but theirs goes. <laughs> yes, that was a song called uh, "Remaining uh, Vital." Yeah, <laughs> surviving. <laughs> right, that Don't song. To survive. 
Any hoozle. So yeah, um, so he's in the food court. Like, you eventually make basically. it. You eventually make it to the food court, and Shawar yep. Magical has opened its shutters for the day. Good. The proprietor sits there, and he like he sees you approaching his stall, and is just like looking at you, confused, but at the same time, like he will welcome anybody to his 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 store. That's why he makes he does such good business because he doesn't care who you are. So if you want shawarma, you will have a shawarma. Did you manage to? maintain possession of your change pouch <laughs> well so that's what i was like, about where to is say. that hidden so <laughs> hoblet that's actually hoblet inside up. your cod piece hoblet right. walks in, up. In, in the in the crotch area once he gets there he it realizes like he sort of pats both of his sides mm -hmm. and realizes that he's not wearing traditional pants uh -huh. as people might call them so he jumps up in the air real quick and when he lands he, he sort of hears his gold coins jingle in his cod piece. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, yes, now I remember. Oh, God. And he jams his hand about, those. Eh, about a quarter of his forearm down into the cod piece, pulls out a little pouch. Actually, it's, it's, it's slightly damp. Slightly. <laughs> um, As you for safekeeping. And I... I order my garbage plate, my shawarma yeah. garbage plate. Yeah, and you plate. see as, like, as like the, the guy sees you... Do all of this. Do all of that. Yep. And, like, as you kind of slam the change on top, like, like, you know, like, the money, like, the gold on top of, like, the counter for him, he just kind of, like, kind of reels his hands back for a moment and, like, cringes a little bit. <laughs> and then you see him kind of put on some kind of glove and then pick up <laughs> the pieces and then just set them off to the side somewhere and, like... You almost hear him like going to, to a bin. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he says, one garbage plate coming right up. And then that's it. And he just like kind of goes off into the back. And, you know, eventually someone, someone from, like he says, you know, you go take a seat somewhere in the food court. Someone brings it out to you. And like you're kind of slowly eating and regaining your constitution for the day. In fact, make me another constitution check, please. As you're starting to put food in your body. Oh, yeah, we're doing great. Uh, 21. Oh, yeah. So, like, you feel energized. Like spinach. Refreshed after eating your delicious uh, shawarma garbage plate. Um, to the hear, point where, you like... You hear the proprietor uh, douse the counter with boiling water. Right. Do they even pick them up again? Just dumps it on the counter. Right, right. The whole <laughs> Good to see the market's still a clean place. Um, Sorry. And your head's starting to feel a little more clear. Your your mind is feeling a little less foggy now that you've gotten you put some food in you to absorb all of the booze from the other night. And you remember you remember that you remember your friend. My friend, what was his name? Your friend's name was Maven the Baker. Maven, oh yes, Maven the Baker. Of yes. course. Uh, he was a dwarf that moved here to Tamashi here some mm -hmm. years back, but you remember him from back in the Citadel. Yes. Um, by the way. Thanks to at Geekrebox on Twitter for that name and many, many more. They gave us a Geek whole Rebox? Geekery box, like Geek E R Y box. I like Geek Rebox too. Right, <laughs> right. But it's not. It's no. not. That's Sorry. not what it is. It would be Geeker Geek Rye Box if we're reading really reading it in a strange way. So Geekery. Well, thank you. Box. Geekery so, box. Yes. Cool. Anyways, thank you. So yes, Maven the Baker. You were you were with him. And you remember you were doing something good. Yes, Maven was having trouble getting ingredients or something. My stupid brain. 
But it's coming back. It's slowly coming back. Creeping in there. Ah, uh, yes. There was a food shortage. Maven was fighting some evil, evil lord. Mm. What was his name? The evilest in all the land. A real piece of garbage. What's Crump! <laughs> ah, yes, Lord Crump. Evil Lord Crump. <laughs> he was withholding food and supplies. Yes! Ah, and Maven needed my help to get the supplies. Oh. And we succeed. We succeed. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all you remember right now. Yes. Um, but then you immediately turn your attention to, like, the fact that you might still be in trouble. And you also are armorless. Ah, but yes, I did steal some things. I'm probably a wanted man. Somewhere. Waking up from a three-day... And what happened to Maven? Where is he? And where is my crew? Hmm. Oh, that poor boy got tortured. Yes, and we were chased. He gave us up. Poor bastard. Oh, man. Oh, man. You feel the sudden urge to armor, armor yourself as soon as possible and find someone, a friend, anybody, to fix something that went bad. Where is my armor? She helped Maven, probably went and got drunk with him, were chased. Some, for some reason, during Gosh. the chase, stripped your armor. Outside the bar? You would have probably, yeah, like in the trash or something like that. Maybe I was banging a hooker. Like you were like celebrating. Celebra- Maybe I was celebrating my success. you guys thought you were completely successful, right? Yes. And then like they found you. Yes. Mm-hmm. While I was banging this hooker and I had to jump out the window and run away. Talk and about that- a sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> so my armor must be still at the bar slash whorehouse. Right, but you don't know that right now. Right. That's to say you, you're having trouble remembering where you stashed your armor. Okay. So where... So we're looking for, what, the brothel, the saloon? <laughs> where, these are the places we're headed? I think I'm keeping that in there. Because, like, even if that's just complete conjecture, like... <laughs> yes, that's good. Ice cream parlor. Right. <laughs> I don't know if Hoblet would be there. Yeah, I guess Hoblet. Pace tell me, show. like, <laughs> where do you think your first place you'd, you'd like... If, knowing yourself... Your drunken self, because that's not if, the same. You, as you need to you need to retrace your steps, find your armor, and find your friends. Where's the first place you're gonna go? I mean, it goes without saying, probably the this, probably Costco. <laughs> well, done. <laughs> right. Um, well, we didn't see it getting kicked out of Costco. I'm gonna guess nearby. that the seediest bar. Like, if I was trying to get drunk, I'm probably uh-huh. trying to avoid people. So I'm probably trying to go somewhere off the grid. Yeah, and seedy like as hell. A, yeah, like, a, is there any underground clubs or... And not clubs as in... <laughs> like, clubs, like, motorcycle clubs or... Like, obviously not motorcycle, but, like, any kind of underground lounges where one might go to sort of... For, like, a seedy sort disappear. of situation? Yes. Yeah, Um. so... And I'm, I'm actually going to go reach into the bucket again for this one. This one, is, yeah, you know, you you remember it. It's Spud's Slosh House. Oh, Spudge. 
Yeah. Spuds owned and house. owned and operated by the one and only Spud McNaughton. Spud McNaughton. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say thank you to at Dumpstat Charisma on Twitter for that one. Dumpstat Charisma. Like Dumpstat Charisma, is in like Charisma was their Dumpstat. Like we didn't put any points into that one. Uh, yeah. Nope. Who gives a fuck about Charisma, right? Pretty much Hoblet. That's the second. Yeah. That's the second Twitter handle that I've misheard. Yeah, it's all good. So, yeah, Spud Slosh House. It's, that's, uh, you know, in the seedier part of Tamasha here. A little off the grid. So it's the morning now. There may... I don't know if it's a 24-hour... I'm not entirely... Of course it is. But, yeah, I'm going to head over there and see what uh, what I can find. If I can find either... It's pretty empty, save for a few unsavory types passed out at some t- bar tables. Maven's not there? Maven is not there. Okay. However... The, the the bartender who's polishing some glasses, and by polishing, I mean, like, he's kind of, like, looking at a few, like, you know, like, wooden, like, ale mugs or whatever, and just blowing out any dust or spiders or vomit or whatever else is out of there. Kind of, like, shrugging. is like, eh, okay, good enough, and then at puts it back on the sure, shelf. Making sure the filth in there is at least evenly distributed. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then just sticking it back on the shelf, and he, like, he, he sees you, and you can see he, he's only got one eye. Right, he's not wearing an eye patch or anything like that, but it's just like it's like he's just kind of like has his one eye just like almost like per- just permanently shut. He's got nothing going on there. It's like this like really burly sort of round fellow, um, Spud McNaughton, and he's like, "Ah, what are you doing back here? Back for some more fun, huh?" <laughs> Perhaps another day, Spud. Uh, ah. What what happened to your clothes, man? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I was hoping you could tell me. Well, I don't know. You walked out of here with some broad the other night, and I, I, I didn't see you the rest of the night. I just know that you were pretty, uh, pretty, pretty deep in the hole, and uh, not. Uh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I meant like you were drunk. <laughs> Help me. Have, have you ever seen this woman before that I left with? Do, do you know who she might be? Uh... I don't know, man. She didn't seem like she was from around here. All right. Uh, is there a cheap hotel nearby? Well, uh... I'm wondering where I would have taken her. Like, if I left with her, where do we go? I need somewhere to go look for my clothes. If right. Spud doesn't know. <laughs> so, like, where am I? <laughs> or... See what I mean when we don't prepare? And like, this is the type. I really of, this, need to find my. These are the type. These are this is the line of questioning that we find ourselves in. Yes, it's right. a completely different kind of detective story. And I'm running in a cod piece, trying to find my clothes because I left the bar with some whore last night, and now I can't find out where my clothes are. No but idea. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's also staying in for like a little behind the scenes, whatever, because yeah. that's pretty great. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't know about any uh, Motown. I mean, there's the end uptown, but uh, there's the alley out back. I know that's where most people in here do it. Uh, good. I'll, I'll start there. That, that would be my suggestion. Yeah. Um, so when I get out there, yeah, man, you gotta. He like starts like smiling. He's like, "You gotta get out of here, man. You're, you're scaring whoever's left out of here." Take it easy, Spud. Not like you've got standards. 
Listen, everyone's got standards, man. <laughs> All right. You must really reek. <laughs> <laughs> but what you brought in here is unholy, man. It's unholy. Yeah, it's so bad it's making his accent change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's right. So I'm headed... That man I'm, in the back is right! I'm headed out back. It's because I was hurting my throat to keep talking like that. <laughs> so yeah, you're heading out to the back of the alley. Yes. The back Do alley. Do I find my armor? You find a whole lot of stuff back here. Okay. What do I find? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what? I meant it's like really like tra- it's like a bunch of trash and stuff. Man. I was worried about the prostitute for a second. <laughs> no. There's a goat head, handcuffs. <laughs> To use diapers. <laughs> Harvard, make me a uh, perception check real quick. Eighteen. Okay, you can tell that like next to like there's like a sort of like a pseudo dumpster, but it's like labeled like with the Omega Project symbol. Like they okay. obviously must have some sort of collection, something around here where they probably they probably turn that stuff into energy. Who knows, right? Nerds, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah. you can tell that, right, like somewhere behind that, and through some other piles of trash and other detritus and like other people's clothing and stuff like that, you can see some glinting. Oh, but it's it's, it's kind of underneath a lot of trash. So you're kind of like starting to like dig your way through, right? I'm assuming. Are you trying to get to it, or um, like what are you doing now that you've noticed? Like, there's like a shining thing that's behind. Like, how much trash? It's gonna take you a good 15 minutes to clear through it all. Yeah, how much time would it take if I just swung Trixie at the top of it? I mean, you're all you're doing is just putting dents in the amount of Whatever. trash and other crap is here. All right. Um, you're going to hit the trash with your hammer? <laughs> one thing I, I might be able to I clear I rolled to more. attack the trash. Yes. <laughs> I want to just... I mean, that could just be your preferred method of clearing the trash, but yes. it's still going to take 15 minutes. Okay. He's hitting it over. While over. he's clearing out the trash by just literally like slack, like smacking it, like like almost like it's like a like a golf ball, and he's just like you know just clubbing it, right? right. Hans and manservant, sorry, Franz. Franz and manservant are like walking by, like frantically looking for Jarrell because they lost him because they've been so deprived of sleep lately that they <laughs> fell asleep while on duty for him, and they woke up one minute and then he was gone. Sure. Kind of do a quick double and then triple take into this alley where Hoblet is literally like swinging Trixie <laughs> half naked at a bunch of trash behind a CDS bar. And like Franz is probably playing some sort of song about Jarrell to pass the time and make him feel less um, insecure about the fact that the person who was like paying him to be around <laughs> is not around anymore. Right. And Manservant still has this giant chest that he's lugging behind him. <laughs> Which and, it still has a bunch of stuff in it. Right. And Franz thinks he recognizes Hoblet half naked in this alley with a giant, like, bright red, I'm sorry, <laughs> average bright red codpiece. Very average. <laughs> Exceptionally average. I think it was just average. Extra medium. Extra medium. Schmedium. <laughs> if you're going to be average, be exceptionally average. Yeah. Wow, that's like somewhat motivational. Yeah, demotivational. So Franz turns and he starts playing his lute. And he takes his right hand and he gets in front of Manservant. And he says, that's war. And Manservant keeps walking and just kind of starts shoving Franz further. <laughs> and finally, Franz says, stop, stop, stop. We know that's war. He might know where Jarrell is, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so now Franz 
this goofy looking little human is running down the alleyway waving at you. Is he wearing like fine like poofy clothes or something oh, like yeah. that? I picture it's, like, yeah. you know, right, like like a minstrel. Frilly, really frilly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's running at Hoblet with Manservant just kind of standing like still like turning his head to look at what's going on. It's like pretty much like Lurch. <laughs> okay. We made Manservant a Goliath just yeah. to like account for the size factor. <laughs> right. So you're kind of interrupted as you're digging through this trash to like some minstrel dude that you barely, you you briefly recognize. You're like, oh yeah, this is, these are the dudes that Jarrell brought with him, like his his posse. Oh, Fritz, was it? Oh, Franz, Franz. Ah, uh, yes. Where where's Jarrell? Where are the rest of the others? As he's still like, and as he's talking, he's still like cutting golf through, swinging. like golf swinging all this trash, right? Like he hasn't broken stride once while he's having this conversation no. with you. Franz's face just like drops to a sudden like just blank stare. He's like, I, I thought you were all. Oh, you lost them too. So, uh, some someone's last night's underwear splashes onto uh, Franz's uh, oh, chest. Franz goes, ah! when when Hoblet hears that uh, Franz. And manservant have lost Jarrell. He just stops swinging momentarily and goes, "Oh, you lost him, eh? He's gonna beat your ass!" <laughs> and then just starts swinging again back at the trash. <laughs> France starts tearing up, but does not leave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, the mental image I have. Of this exchange yeah. is one of the greatest things. Oh God! I just I wish I wish I need anyone who's an animator out there. I know we have friends who are animators too, yeah. but like goddamn, like I just half I need naked Hoblet shit talking France in the back of a seedy alleyway, just chopping through a bunch through of a trash, another detrius, right, to get through to his stuff, beating up garbage, right. <laughs> France is starting to sob at this point, and Manservant is slowly walking towards you. Ah, oh, buck up, young fella. It'll be all right. Everybody gets a beating. <laughs> he sobs slightly harder for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Come over here. Quit your crying and help me get my armor out. So I had quite a night last night. This poor minstrel is literally weeping as he's helping <laughs> you take your garbage. <laughs> we'll make a man of you yet, son. Wait, did he have enough composure to even brush away the soggy underwear that splattered against him? I'm assuming he tried to flip that off as quickly as he could. Okay. So do have yeah. we uh Is he still crying when we get the armor out? I don't know, is he? Yeah. <laughs> a lot a lot lighter, but there are still tears coming. He's out still sobbing. Yeah. Okay. I'm crying too, but it's just gonna be so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, good grief. Thank you guys for that. I needed that. Well, you two. Since you seem to have lost your master you're supposed to be with, come help me get out of this little jam I find myself in, and we'll get you reunited with the group uh, in no time. Franz says, thank you. Thank you for your help. And Manservant just nods. All right, so we're going to team up, and... What's under the garbage? <laughs> oh, my armor, right? Is yeah. It, is it you actually, okay. you actually good, find your armor good. looking disgusting. <laughs> it smells worse than you do now. Oh, God. It's like double awful. It's even browner than normal. <laughs> right. 
I heard that too. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I don't know. You weren't here. Why does everything so we... turn brown? <laughs> Just because you weren't here, we decided to. Uh, I'm gonna use that to my advantage and start touching some of y'all's shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a picture Just of your mother. It. Touched brown. it. Brown. Hobbit <laughs> <laughs> can be a real cold-hearted bastard if yeah. he wants to be. All right. So. So now you have your armor. Now Where I you... want to go find Maven. You may want to find Maven, yeah, because like to you... make sure that everything's okay before I go reunite with the group. Okay, I've got some ends to tie up from last night. Come with me, and then we'll find the crew. So we're gonna go. I'm assuming we're gonna make some leaps here. Maven's got a restaurant or a spot in town. He's Maven the baker. So does he have a a bakery? Do you yeah, where it okay. is? Maven's bakery. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go by there. We're gonna we're gonna stroll across because we're we're now outside the bar. I feel like we're still near the shawarma. We might be still near the food district. Well, you're not as close to the food district now. You're like you're in the seedy part of town where yeah. there's like, you know, just some of the back alley businesses, and you know, you're not. In fact, this 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 bar itself is located in one alley, and the in the rear where you're in right now is just another alley. Okay, I feel <laughs> like I need to get to Mavens. Yeah, you know where that is. Okay, so I'm taking these two with me. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, Maven's is, is close to Fizzle Pop Lily's Apothecary. Okay. It's getting to be about, like, afternoon. Like, we're looking at maybe 11 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and you get to... Softball Saturday. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I'm trying to align this with the events of the other oh, yeah. 11 yeah. o'clock in the we're afternoon as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you make it to Maven's Bakery. And you notice that the closed sign is uh, is like over the window, and the and the um, the drapes are are closed as well, like they're pulled shut. Is Maven's a standalone where I could walk around the back, or is he part of like a strip? It's a standalone. Okay, so I'm gonna take a look around. I'm gonna walk around the build. Actually, fuck that. I got these two with me. I'm gonna send Manservant one way and Franz the other way. To kind of walk around the building while what? I wait out front. What do they do? Oh, they do it. They're totally at your beck and call at this point. Franz is still playing his lute, however. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is what is Franz singing? Um, this time it's just kind of like the the greatness of Jarl, like how he's so intelligent and brave and handsome and strong, and, he, and he's singing that as he's going around the side of the building. And Deal. okay, so can we just real quick make it as a little aside for the audience? So if you look at the little NPC sheets that I sort of cleverly crafted for you, you'll notice a little special something. So then neither these are all non-combat combat characters. Yep. I think I mentioned at the beginning. But I gave Franz a speci- specific ability that is a little telling about why his actions are the way that they are. Yeah. So you're talking about the Inspire success? Yeah. So once per day I can inspire Jarrell or one of his companions within 30 feet um, with tales of specifically Jarrell's exploits. <laughs> I feel like in this situation the song is about how one time Jarrell lost his clothes and his honor right. alone was enough like to... He's not using the ability yet, <laughs> yeah, but like, I want to say If that, Franz but... is doing anything, yeah. it's he's all singing about, about Jarrell. All about Jarrell. Like, <laughs> yeah, a creepily infatuated like right. can't stop, won't yeah. stop. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. 
Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So Jarrell can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's start with Manservant. As Manservant is walking around the right side of the building, give give me a perception check. Um. Two. Yeah. I mean, they're really pretty much just straight D twenty rolls. <laughs> perception is wisdom. Yeah, yeah, like you have yeah. no like real no, special skills no. for any of these guys, right? I'm looking. At they're both perfectly average, but yeah. we're balancing that with you have two of them. Yep. So. He gets, he gets a two, so he's literally just like... Yep, he's just walking to the he's back. He's looking like up into the He's right doing the exactly what left. he was told. <laughs> he's not doing any more or any less. He's walking around the back. Yep. Uh, how about Franz? Three. So he's busy singing. <laughs> right, he's too busy singing to look around. Like He was unclear about what the instructions were. <laughs> he's still upset about the risk of beating. Hobbit, you yourself will now give me a perception check. Uh, 21. 21. You can tell that around where the um, handle is for his door and where the, the, the lock, like the keyhole is, you can see that the wood has been scraped and scratched a bit as if something was um, like shoved in between the door jam, like to, to force the door open or to as, as help the door open, like, you know, without a key. It's like it was crowed with a bar. Almost. <laughs> Where would one acquire such a tool? Um, a crowbar. <laughs> uh, I think yours is still in the door of the Baron's Keep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to leave it behind. <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah. Um, like there's evidence of a, a break-in, but it looks like it's almost been like put back together. Is Okay, Hoblet's first going to walk up to the door because I've made this mistake before. Is it unlocked? Uh, like, could I open the door? If I try to open the door, can yes, I open the door? Yes, the lock door? is, in fact, broken. Okay. So the door pushes, like, without really too much resistance, the door opens. Um, so I turn to uh, to my two co-conspirators. Yeah, you can't see them, but they're, I mean, the building's not huge, so, like, they okay. could probably still hear you if you were to give them a quick shout. Um, no. You no? No, I'm just going in. Okay. Because they're still going around. So yeah, right. So, like, as they're walking around the building, you walk in through the front door, and, you know, like the little bell rings as you open the door, right? You mm-hmm. know, as the door touches that threshold. And you can see that this entire store has been torn apart. Fuck. Tables overturned. Um, chairs all over the place. Flour, baking supplies, kind of, like, like, like the bag is, like, almost, like, torn open, like, cut open and, like, sp- spilled out into the floor. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like sacks of sugar, flour, honey, like honey pots are broken. Like this whole place is a fucking mess. And one more uh, perception check for me, please. Ten. You can, you can kind of see behind the cashier's counter, like that the spilled contents on the floor are like a little uneven. But that's about all you can tell. Uh, everything else around here just looks like it's been, like, torn apart and destroyed. But it just looks like someone came in here just to, just to, like, doesn't look like anything's missing. Just destroyed. Um, and it's dead quiet. As I, as I scan the room, mm-hmm. um, th- there's being a friend of... Maven, mm-hmm. I remember that he had a a special set of um, 
they were like some foreign baked treats. Okay. And I noticed that over in that corner, someone has built a rather large wall. And on the wall, it says Lord Crump rules. And it kind of is dividing all the foreign treats from the treats that are from this this area. So I'm naturally left to assume. <laughs> Way to tow it right along the line. I'm naturally left to assume that Lord Crump and his uh, his henchmen mm-hmm. um, are, are up to this. You know, they've they've long. I love told that. Me, I love that so much. And this is this is this is of course your story here. Um, yes, that absolutely is true. Um, is there any like make Telduria great again <laughs> graffiti around? Uh, yeah, wait. Wow. <laughs> Tavash. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Telduria, like the entire, like the entire world, uh, yeah. or just, uh, or sure. just Tamasha here, um, or or the Dominion of Kelnor. I I really like make Telduria great again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're gonna keep that. Um, if we offend anyone out there, I don't fucking care. This is this is this is satire and comedy. And I don't a bunch know of bullshit. what you're talking about. Right, like I this like any 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 resemblance to people living or dead that is completely is coincidental. Completely coincidental. Yeah. No, we're just riffing. This is uh, we're making this up on the yeah, spot. Yeah, completely. This is the first time that anyone's ever heard anything like this before. We're not obviously parodying anything. No, no one at all. Because these ideas just sound stupid when you say them out loud. Right, yeah. isn't it? How could this possibly exist in real life? Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is fantasy after all. So um Yeah, there's actually um I noticed like a patch right right next to the the wall that's very crudely built. Um there's a patch that says uh, make Telduria great again. Mm-hmm. Um which has been a long running slogan of Lord Crump and his uh Right, he doesn't Henchman. like he doesn't have a lot of influence here in uh, Tamasha here itself, but right. like you know he thinks he's hot shit in right. that little like his king, land his land mini, borders yeah. right outside of the city. It's like a little barony or something like that, yep. you know, just outside yep. of uh, Tamasha here. Um, he likes to think he's like the the ruler of all that. So, can I? Uh, I've already. I feel like I've already rolled perception. perception yeah. Here. Um, um, before we get to that. Uh, Franz and manservant get to the back of the um, the back of the building and there's a door back here and like a small alley that kind of goes just to like you know uh, a little further out in between a couple buildings and then forks um, or like ends at a T intersection which is like another little alleyway that's near the border of the city okay and you can see that the back door is still broken open like it's actually like kind of on it like 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 hanging off its hinges a little bit and that there's a slight trail of like of like certain baking supplies kind of like almost like as if something was dragged out the back door it's very obvious okay but the it kind of ends at the stairs like going down you can see something on the stairs but then it's kind of just great it's kind of like just sand and a bunch of other stuff in the back so you lose the trail pretty easily because it just kind of all is blown over with sand okay man servant Mm -hmm. is going to try to fix the door Using his strength, while Franz runs to the front. To okay, see how perfect. It's still there. Give me a strength check. What would that be? Just eleven. It's just plus, plus your two. strength. Yeah. Uh, so thirteen. Thirteen. 
I mean, he manages to kind of set the door back into its normal place, but it's actually missing the pin for one of the hinges, and you are unable to find it. So, like, at least it looks normal. Yeah. But if you were to try to open this door again, like, it's just going to fall right off. Okay. So Franz tells Hoblet that it seems like somebody busted in the back. Or was dragged out the back. Or was dragged out the back. Okay. And actually, you can tell that as you're kind of getting closer to the back, like you, you could see a clear um, line in the like spilled contents of these sacks, is that something was dragged through there. Something dwarf-sized. Mm. Are you gonna follow the path? Well, I mean, um, you can only follow it to the back door and the stairs, and then it's lost. How very curious. I'm trying to think of some. Okay, in the bakery, are there any, like, what I'm trying to surmise is if I can figure out how long ago this happened. Mm -hmm. Like, is there loaves of bread that are burning in the oven? Or like, is there... Give me an insight check. Okay. Or investigation, but probably give you insight because I like you and I missed you. I want to add in that in the bakery, probably the vegan cupcakes are still untouched because yeah. nobody wants those. <laughs> Everything is smashed except for this pristine That's right. case of vegan it's cupcakes. It's their loss. <laughs> I mean, listen, like I may not be a vegan, but I still find vegan food delicious. No, so, nobody like, wants to touch them, Fran. That's the joke. <laughs> They're disgusting. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. So disgusting. Gross. Oh, my God. Ugh. So bad. Crisis. Vegan food. This this joke is going to be so outdated by the time yeah. this episode airs, too. <laughs> it's, like, not topical anymore. 17. 17. Okay. This, this happened probably... Like shortly after you and Maven parted ways, so it's been a, it's been maybe a few hours. Like it probably happened late late last night. Okay, so maybe like eight hours. Yeah, because you can tell okay. that like you've known you've known Maven and you've been around a lot of baking in your life. Like you may not yourself have done it, but like you know, if dwarves aren't building stuff, they're baking stuff. And the grains haven't completely. Um, like spoiled due to like no longer being in the sack, like being exposed to like sunlight and heat and dryness. You know what I mean? Cause like in that sack, at least it's a little bit more cool and damp and dark and they're still whatever science. Even if it's wrong, I'm right. Fuck you guys. I see <laughs> that look you're making Zach. All right. Nope. This is radio. There's no, so <laughs> I'm, I'm now with France. manservant in France. Yeah. Manservant's okay. still outside. Kind well, of adjusting the door still. Um. <laughs> it's a good thing Maven was a dwarf and not a dragonborn, because we all know that Lord Crump's men will shoot a dragonborn on sight. So I'm glad to know that he probably has just been taken off to a local area instead of just killed. Yeah, it's very. Um, it's actually very rare to see a dragonborn outside of the um, the Dragon Isles as well. Right. So like you know. Crump hates them. Yeah. Well, Crump's just a jerk. Touche. Right. I mean, that's why you were stealing food from him, like, right? It's like you said some real Robin Hood type shit right there, man. Gosh. So then I'm I'm going to just get them to come out the back alley. Like, follow 
Yeah. Sure, Walk as far down the drag path as we can and see what we can right. surmise. Manservant opens the back door that's broken for you and just takes it completely off the hinges. Right. <laughs> you guys have, like, some time has passed. Like, you've, you've, I mean, you guys spent a little more time investigating, looking throughout the house, you know what I mean? Um, just making sure that like, nothing else in his business is, like, missing or, you know, like, you kind of okay. give it a good once-over. So I'd say another hour or two goes by before you decide to move out. Okay. The reason I say that is because, like, as you're starting to move out and you move into this back alley, like I said, this store is not too far away from the Fizzlepop Phys- Lily's alchem- you know, alchemy store, the um, apothecary, right? And you see that as you're kind of walking towards the T intersection of this, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, alley tor- like, that goes out the back of um, Maven's Bakery, you see, uh, you know, a dwarf, somewhat older, like, walk walk by right and like just still like saying some weird stuff about like oh my god he's gonna fart himself to death he's gonna fart himself to death and he walks to the right right and you start turning to the left and as you turn into turn to the left you like bump into something but you don't see what you've bumped into like you definitely ran into something that felt like like Something. a person yeah. around your height or not, or maybe not too much shorter than you, but you don't see anything. Like you hit something, but you, you look in front of you and it's just, it's just undisturbed space. It's not visible. Okay. Right. <laughs> and you hear um, a, some sort of reaction. <gasps> what the f- Am I invisible? <laughs> okay. Quinn has invisibility. That's what you guys use yeah. it to do to uh, follow. Yeah. Right, right, okay. <clears throat> oh my god. Watch it, Hamlet. Holy shit. <laughs> Didn't think I'd run into you here. You still can't see him either. But I can hear him. Yeah. Um, I'm glad he can recognize my voice. What are you doing creeping about the alley? Um, as you guys, as you hear this conversation happening, you, you almost hear... Quinn's eyes rolling and you hear like a, a loud audible like disappointed sigh <sighs> right and then you hear him sort of like quickly pluck a small string on his lute and only Peridot reappears but Fizzlepop Lily continues to walk off and Quinn is nowhere to be found so you've been found out he's cutting ties with you okay I'm I'm glad I finally got away from those two. They're kind of wearing thin on my... I'm glad I finally got away from those two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're on the search for my friend Maven. Yeah, this is the first time you've seen Hoblet in like almost three days, too. Hoblet, it's so good to see you. (laughs) I had a hell of a few days, friendo. Yeah, you can see that his armor is sort of shoddily put back on, and and he he smells like so bad. In fact, make me a constitution check, Peridil. (laughs) 20. All right, so like, I mean, you, you managed to stomach the absolute putrid, vile stench that is emanating off of Hoblet and everything he owns. Hoblet, although it's great to see you, I think we should get you back to an inn, get you a bath. You need to tell me what the hell you've been up to for the past three days. You know, Hoblet, that time is of the essence right now right. For, for Maven. Like, Peridil, like, you know that time is, like, you don't really know that time is of the essence, but you know that it kind of still is because you guys have maybe another day to prove your innocence before hours. you're, oh, uh, right. you know, hung. 
So like he's got his <laughs> agenda. Side thing. You have your agenda. And Hans and Franz are like, oh, at least someone else. Or sorry, Hans and uh, oh my Franz god, and Franz and manservant. Hans is with with yeah, is yeah. with Jarrell. I keep doing this. Franz and manservant are just like, okay, at least someone else we recognize, but it's still not Jarrell. Right, closer. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's this whole like chaos going on in all of your minds right now, and no one. I think I feel like this is a kind of a funny place to like end up because no one, no one, no one knows what to do. So like, what's the plan now? Well, unfortunately. I'm on a bit of a time crunch, so a shit shower and shave is not in my near future. All if right. you'd like to join, though, I'm looking for a dear friend who may have been taken by Lord Crump's men. Well, Quinn made it very obvious that my assistance was not needed with Bizzle Papa Lily. I'll fill you in on his situation in a second. Who so, the, what the? <laughs> I'd be more than happy to help you out. I think. Whatever we need to do, we need to do it fast. Glad you're on board. I've got these two with me. <laughs> yeah, you reckon, yeah, you, reckon, you recognize, yeah. you know, Jarrell's uh, aides. Franz is visibly happy to see you, Peridol. Hi, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Franz just waves very giddily. Doesn't care. <laughs> Man serpent. Um, Man serpent. You're looking slowly nods. As grunty as ever. <laughs> So, we need to find Maven. Mm-hmm. Quickly. Um, I'd like to go down the alley maybe to the left, since Fizzle Pop Weirdo went to the right. Yeah, I mean, not that it matters, but you yeah. can choose whichever direction you right. want. In fact, um, let's see. I would like for your, you, because you know what you're looking for, at least, to give me another perception check, please. Six. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you. You have absolutely no way, no way to tell which way they went. Do you um, know what direction Crumps? He's a, he's a he's several miles outside of the city, but like he, he his influence sometimes does spread here, at least to some of the more like um, like back alley sort of folks. Yeah, you know what I mean. But there, it's really just like he's got some thugs in the city, but he's got his own little dominion outside of um, yeah, kind of far away. Yeah. He did accuse Tomasha here of trying to interfere with him yeah. being named Lord, but it was proven to be a bunch of bullshit. Just making shit up. Right. And anyone who did know anything about that is either dead or in prison, so. Right. Coincidentally. Yeah. So where would they have taken Maven? Assuming that it was his men that stole them. Mm hmm. I mean, I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm just. If I don't know where I'm going, I know I need to go somewhere. Where mm-hmm. were you dropping off the goods, the baked goods? Um, or where were we stealing them from? Yeah. You were stealing them from one of the farms in his kingdom, maybe you know, two miles outside of um, Tamasha here, like outside of his like sort of like it's like you know like almost like feudal. Yeah, it's a, like a crumb stronghold. But you know, like, 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 the, the feudal, like feudal times, like there was like, there was, like little plots yep, of land that were owned, serfdom, things like that. Right. Like he owns a few of those, like, or runs right. a few of those plots of land. He owns maybe like, you know, several, maybe a couple thousand acres, but that's about it. You know what I mean? The rest of it is all like either desert or Tamashahir or like, other I know small he's townships. got a building in town called Crump Flower. Yeah. It's uh, where they make flour for, for a bunch of different, you know, baking right. needs. Right. Um, <laughs> Spared no expense. It's a gaudy fucking attraction. Right. But 
all about flour. Yes, crumb flour. Right. We could go see maybe if he's got a back warehouse there or, or something like that. I'm trying yeah. to think of you some guys, places. You guys, you remember that you were stealing the food stuff for actually a local orphanage. Ah, all right. So maybe we should maybe we should head over there see if they made Maven give the food back. Let's find out. Let's find out. So the orphanage is um, it's called a Glimmer of Hope, oh, and it's so and it's in uh, it's in northern Tamashahir. Okay. And when you get there, you can actually uh, you can hear a ruckus, um, like some shouting happening from inside, between um, a, a, a few different people. Do I recognize Maven's voice? You do not. But you reckon you, you can you can hear that there are some like sort of some some rough voices and then like um like another person like pleading with them almost. With the way Hoblet's day has gone, mm-hmm. how many voices do I hear? Like, can I tell? Give me how a many perception th- check. Thirteen. Anywhere between three and five. Including the voice that's pleading? Including the voice that's pleading. Paradol turns to Hoblet and says, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think we uh, need to defend some kind souls in that, in that orphanage. On that note, Hoblet pulls out Trixie and kicks the fucking door. Immediately so you, destroying property. Right. <laughs> the door was unlocked. By it doesn't matter. It's for dramatic effect. It's 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 in the. He was actually even unlatched too. So all you do is just swing it open violently, and it rattles against like the you know. Like there's no door stopper, so you can kind of hear the frame of the door shaking. The right. Okay. Hole in the there are three thugs, um, sort of like yelling at the the what it looks like some either someone in charge over here at the orphanage, right? This 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 um. This halfling man um, with sort of like, you know, messed up hair and like a goatee. And he's like, you know, like all you can hear the kids like so like you can see the kids like kind of cowering in one of the back rooms. Right. Like like with someone else, like um, a woman, another halfling kind of like guarding the door, like with her like arm, you know, arms and legs kind of outstretched, like blocking the door. And these guys are like yelling like you can you like as you're walking in, you heard the word like this is the shakedown. But then all heads turn towards you and everything's frozen. And like you're as you're brandishing your hammer, and you can recognize these as Lord Crump's men. Peridol's got the scimitar out. Yeah, and like as as like as you're as this as time's frozen, right? Like as you guys are kind of just staring at each other, one more thug walks out the back, and you can see him actually with a crate of goods. So there's four thugs now, with a crate of goods that you stole last night, like kind of carrying him behind his back. They were like are they they're humanoids? starting to walk. Yeah, are they're they? all they're all about they're all human. Okay. Are they and wearing the traditional vest and red? They're cap all they're all in like the le- they're all Trump in like supporters. Yeah, like like okay. they have like like red bandanas and like yeah. leather armor, and like with a whole bunch of like clearly patches the and- make Tal'Dorei a great again patch adorned. It's actually like on like six or seven different places on okay. the armor okay. and like okay. really weird spots. I just wanted to make sure that we knew that they were the bad guys before we right right engage right. Um, you know, it's something about like they took our swords. Like, there's another sign that says that, you know, and things like that. Um, they have like just wearing like it's almost like bumper stickers all over their armor. <laughs> oh God, like we're oh oh God. Uh, I'm sorry. You can tell like I gotta just let some of this out. So, anyways, 
um, they all look at you and they see, they recognize you, Hoblet. And you see them begin to draw their scimitars. And we're going to Hold call... on, right before scene, uh-huh. I want Franz to lift his lute and begin to sing, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and scene. that's it. Right. <laughs> and scene. So that's uh, the first part of this two-part little mini-sode where we kind of explore what's going on with Hoblet because we're going to actually end up, by the time we're done with all this, like all of us back together. So we got one more episode resolving what's happening here. And then Dave's coming back. We're going to wrap up this big arc we got going on, and then we're going to figure out where the F we're going to go from there. We got some options. So... I want to say thank you guys for listening and like bearing with us as you know, like we, I keep, I know, I know, I hope it's not too confusing that we keep swapping storylines and jumping around, but it's like, I feel like most TV shows do that too. It's like, like there's all these things happening simultaneously and eventually all these storylines are going to converge in some brilliant masterful way that we definitely planned for this whole time. This absolutely, (laughs) this whole time we're not totally improvising. This is completely planned. Like we know exactly what we're doing. This is like a finely crafted Tarantino movie. Yeah. That because we're such professional writers this is all we do with our lives all day. <laughs> yeah. That's why we forgot to, you know, continue off of a cliffhanger we did last right. time. Right. Even follow up on a conversation. Because we're yeah. so professional. That was intentional. That was to put the, the listener yeah. Yeah. in the place of I our characters to, in the confusion. Off, like, oh. And seeing as how that episode hasn't come out yet, like, pff, why didn't you call us out on it, audience? Come on. Buddy. No one's called me out. Anyways, that's, this is horrible. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you like what you heard, you can find us on the uh, interwebs. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, all the, uh, Instagram, all that fun stuff. We're just at Hapless Heroes. We're also, if you don't have, a, if you don't want to use social media but want to talk to us, ask us questions about the show, whatnot, you can email us at haplessheroes at gmail.com. Um, if you... You can also send us a letter at P.O. Box 81817. That's a lie. I don't have a P.O. Box. <laughs> If you really like what you heard, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. We deeply appreciate it. In fact, actually, we got a uh, another review. I'm pretty sure this happened a little while ago, but the the app I use to actually read our reviews, because I don't use iTunes, guys, I'm sorry, I do. Um, is a little delayed. Boo. Bantersaurus underscore Rex left us a review on iTunes recently. And uh, it says, the it's fantastic fun, full of references and good times. This guy says... Uh, a very enjoyable podcast with lots of solid banter, occasional rules lawyering. We don't do that. No. Yeah, we absolutely do. We just try. To, we just ask if we can break the rules. It depends on how cool it is. Right, <laughs> and and lots of adventures worth listening and laughing along to. Some serious moments, lots of comedic ones, natty ones abound, funny character names, good arcs and twists. The sort of show you'd enjoy if you've ever played D&D and enjoy people geeking out and having a good time. That's exactly what we're doing. Oh, yeah. For hey, sure. Nailed it. Bandosaurus Rex from the UK, you're awesome. We love you. Thanks for leaving us an awesome review. I feel like he's spying on us. Right. Um, if you, like, really, really... <laughs> he knows us too we well. Right. to give out a lot out of Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I have no idea who that is. Uh, if you really, really super like us, though, uh, we'd appreciate it if you, you know, if you felt like we're worth your hard-earned dollars to donate to our Patreon account. In fact, today, you know, yeah, it's like it's Labor Day. That. We, um, did we? We had a no, we didn't. But we had a little pizza party. Pleasurable Patreon pizza party. For a pleasurable. Pa- oh God, my nipples. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and there it is. Uh, we had a little pizza party. Uh, thanks to you, our Patreon sponsors. Um, 
we appreciate it. Like I said, like, you know, most of the reason like we've been asking for money is just to kind of help feed us throughout the week. You know, like James has got a baby to pay for now. Like, Kids like we all got jobs and stuff like that, but like, we just appreciate your support. And, like it all goes towards this podcast whether, it's, whether it's podcast, whether it's like feeding us or like sometimes I'll put that money towards buying new equipment. Cause if, if I'm sure you've heard the audio quality increase throughout the course of our show. Because I've bought new and better stuff because of you guys being amazing. Yeah. So, like, I just want to say, like, thank you all for your support. Um, the whole family, you know, was able to sort of appreciate and, and feel that love from you guys. And, you know, thank you. Like, even if it's, it's just in the form of food, like, it means a lot to us, you know. So, a few, a few bucks each month. We hope that the rewards are worth it. Obviously, they must be to you if you keep giving us money. Sure. Um, we'll just keep finding more and better ways to give back to you guys as this show continues to grow because you know we're, I think by the time this episode releases we'll either be at around or near or just past our one year anniversary <laughs> we've been doing this for over a year our first our first episode ever I think released on October 3rd of 2016 which for any Mean Girls fans out there yes it's October 3rd <laughs> and if you really like us <laughs> Um, you know, for our one-year anniversary, uh, you can uh, organize a twerking contest you know, for our for our podcast. Mm-hmm. No music, just play our podcast in the background and have just interpretive twerking. Yeah, <laughs> so much twerking. I would I would actually love to see that interpretive twerking to a D and D podcast. Yeah, guarantee that's never been done think, before. Right. I was gonna say there's a lot of videos on the internet, but I do not know. Right. Someone Google. Someone who's listening is gonna Google it twerking D podcast and see what comes up right speaking of things that haven't been done before we're still working at like i haven't forgotten about dungeons and drag queens it's still something i want yes. to make happen yeah. i just need to find the right people to do so so hey listen i'd even be willing to find some crazy way to do that through like skype and live streaming i don't know i can find a way to set all that stuff up if you know a drag queen who wants to play dungeons and dragons or someone who loves doing drag and wants to play dungeons and dragons at the same time and be a drag character playing a character like let me know please because i this think it's a, an awesome idea i think drag is an amazingly beautiful art form and i think that DD is also an amazingly beautiful art form and to combine many creative different mediums and, ma- and throw it into a video podcast what the hell then we can role play a twerking contest like, oh my god in game oh i would definitely dress up in some way <laughs> oh yeah you and me both baby oh yeah <laughs> So yeah, that's still in the works. I'll keep you guys posted if I hear more. Um, that being said, before we keep digressing, because these endings just keep getting longer and longer and longer, yeah. and I don't really care. I don't think you guys care at all. In fact, if you've even or stuck you probably around, turned it off by now. Yeah, if you haven't turned it off by now, like, hey. Right, you're enjoying the better. shit out of this. You're the greatest. Or you turned it off three and a half minutes ago. Right. Um, <laughs> thank you again for listening. I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. Let's go ahead and outro the rest of the guys. We got James. Welcome back. Playing Hoblet the Smasher. Fuck Crump. <laughs> we got Zach playing Parado Lincolnwoods. Hoblet smells. And we got John playing Franz the Soother and Manservant. And manservant. <laughs> Slash Smoother. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Hopefully we'll be back to a weekly release schedule. Um, yeah, see great. Cool. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye now. Bye-bye now. Strong work, gentlemen. Yeah. That was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>